and welcome to episode 25 of Meathead Shatter. 25.2, yeah. Oh my god. 25.2.0. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, we suck at hitting that red button. Yeah, we hit that. It's green. So red means it's good to go. Right. Yeah, I I don't know why we... So all y'all missed was us bitching about coronavirus policy. Yep, because we both we both got sick and, you know, just got... We weren't able to do something last week. And then we bitched a little bit about um, po- po- basically politics and movies and entertainment. Yep, yep. And the new Sex and the City sucks because of wokeism. The old one was good. Yeah. That was basically the gist. We yeah. Only, we only wasted about five minutes on five, that Maybe on five, that ten stuff. minutes. Yeah, yeah, so nobody missed anything. Well, there you go. Nice, um, nice recap. See right. you all, see you all on episode twenty six. Right. <laughs> um, so you had a pretty eventful weekend. Would you like to talk about the weekend? Uh, yeah. So I had a strongman show this weekend, mm-hmm. and I tell you what, man, I uh, I was so I was sick as shit like the week before, which is fine because it's a deload. But man, I think I felt about. 70% day of competition. Oh, that's... Um, I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, part. everything felt heavy and slow, and I could tell, like, my lung capacity was just shitty because, like, I felt like I was passing out all the time. Right. Um, <clears throat> But I didn't pass out, which is cool. But uh, So I did the first two events. I hurt my back on the second event, but so first event, I was in third. Um, what was I, the first event again? It was the press medley, which is, like, a good event for me. Yeah. Um, But I just... Anytime I got something on my chest, I started feeling lightheaded. So I was slow to press the keg. I was slow to press the block and then uh, slow to press the axle because I was still trying to, like, not see stars. But right. I, I got all three, which was better than some of the people in the division. I ended up in third on that one. And then uh, second event was car deadlift for reps. Right. Dude, it felt good. I was uh, the I had to beat seven reps. I started pulling on it, and I was like, shit, I'm going to get, like, ten plus. Um, right and on the eighth one which is what it took to win it i hit it but i definitely tweaked my back pretty good like it's pretty it's pretty fucked up right now but <laughs> i'll probably i'll give it a week to kind of chill and then right. uh, i'm gonna ease into some stuff i'm definitely not doing that uh powerlifting meet that i'm like 10 weeks out from right now just because i want to be able to put up you want to at least be competitive i, I want to pull 660 or plus and right. i just know I won't be able to safely do that in 10 weeks. I might be able to do it, but I won't be able to do it safely. So. You want to go up to uh, Detroit? Go back home? When's that one? There's one in May. Are you already signed up for that one? I haven't signed up officially, but that's the one I'm looking at. So the one I was looking at was that one in Terre Haute. Yeah. my it's um, so much closer. I know, but my... Uh, yeah, that one's in June, and my uh, significant other has recommended I don't do that one again. Compete down there. Just because you get too amped up and and I yeah suckered. yeah I I can't keep my I can't keep my head there's a there's unhinging and then there's whatever the hell that was yeah that's fair um you know and it definitely impacted my performance so um, May, or it probably did oh honestly June I get married in June yeah I don't I think you want to fucking do that um well no I do want to get married don't be a dick no that's you don't want to compete the same okay. month you get married it'll probably be you probably be like. Oh so we're God. getting married on the 4th, and then we're out until the 10th. I think that one is like, yeah, no, you, you I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to. You couldn't yeah. do that one. There's no way. Because what's the one at Fearless? Is that middle of the month, or is that beginning of the month? It's like the middle of the month, I okay. think. Okay, I was like, shit, is that the same day I'm getting married? Oh, shit, that, that'd be funny. Yeah, I don't know. If it is, I'm, I'm not going. Well, we the got meet, the, the Google machine. I can look it up, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, look, look it up. So, I, yeah, so after the deadlift, I won the deadlift, so I was sitting in second overall. 
And honestly, that car deadlift's not a great event for me historically. And everything after the car deadlift, uh, well, the two events after the Husafel carry and then like the crucifix hold, like there's no way I was going to lose either of those. Like those are both events that are just who can suffer harder. And like, can't remember the last time I've lost an event where it's like who just is a stubborn motherfucker. Like I always win those events. So I would have been in first going into stones and then it would have been a toss up on the stones probably. You uh you can't do the Terre Haute one. When is it? Sunday the the fifth. Oh, we're not flying out till Monday morning. Oh. You you, you <laughs> wanna oh you wanna do a power lift to meet the day after your wedding? Yeah, I'll be recovered. <sighs> I don't know. No, yeah. I don't I definitely don't want to do that. So maybe maybe the May in Michigan is a is a good call. Yeah. Um That still gives me plenty of time to recover because March 20th was going to be my next one, and that was 10 weeks out. So May is, what, like 18? Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you could, and knowing you, you couldn't, I don't think you could do it. I don't, like, just think because. I could do what? Like, adhere to the same program um, till June. Like, could you do a 24-week prep? Oh, no, I wouldn't do a 24-week prep. Okay, that's I, what I was I, like. I are you going to fuck around and do whatever I want and then do, like, yeah. a 16 to 12, depending on, or 16 to 10, depending on. Yeah. How I'm feeling. Yeah, because mine is uh, and this probably one, more like a 12 or 10 week prep. I only do like longer preps if it's like nationals or something that actually matters. Right. So um, this is my longest one right now that I'm in. Yeah. Um, I'm in week six of off season. I'm not hating life though. Right. Like the volume is definitely not unbearable. Yeah. You know, and and that's something I was nervous about. Is I was really nervous about getting a lot of reps and squats and deadlifts right. and benches. And, uh, like, you know, really heavy comp, lots of volume compound-wise, and I'm not. Like, this week I did singles. Um, right. You know, I did five singles at 5.05 or something like that. Um, you know, today I did triples, pause triples. Um, last week I did doubles, I think, or something like that. Like, I'm not going over nice. five reps on anything. Um, unless it's an accessory. So like my primary accessory today was Smith machine for max reps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like two twenty max reps, you know, cool. Like right. nothing crazy, you know, normally it's my, um, and, and this is kind of what I found and maybe I'm wrong, but my, uh, my main lift is, has a lower intensity than my, um, secondary lift. So that my secondary sense. compound is way more intense. I mean, there were times... You can push it a lot harder just because it's not... We were, uh, I think we were high bar squatting and doing SSB, and I think I was either doing more or about the same with the SSB as I was high bar. Nice. Um, and it was just because, like, he, you know, he's like, we're, we'll work up to RPE 8 or 9, you know, and whereas my main stuff is, like, 7. Right. And 8 or 9 puts me way higher. So, fuck yeah, we were doing it, and I was loving it. Yeah. Um, I was loving those squat days. Good man, I like you that you've hit your groove on that program and kind of getting familiar with how he programs, right, right, and get to the point where because it was cool that I mean it was frustrating for you at first, but then when you saw that that style of program actually performed pretty well on your mock meet day, right, you you kind of have like that emotional buy into even if it's not how you've done it in the past, you're right. like, it fucking worked. So like, I'm not going to second guess it. Right. Right. Yeah. Like that, that mental block that I have. And yep. I actually kind of briefly had it for my bench. I'm like, I, I mean, you got, I got to move heavyweight. I got to move heavyweight, but man, I can't, I don't think my body could, I could move 90% of right. anything consistently anymore well, just because my body is str- just fucked. Yeah. As you get stronger that you it just, you can't, Right. You can't redline it nearly as often. I mean, Jesus Christ, if um, Chris <laughs> decided to start programming deadlifts over six, you know, 
we're doing triples or singles, which is mm-hmm. well within my reach because I can do a 700 pound pole. Right. You know, I'm going to look at that and, and I'm not going to look forward to that day. Right. I'm going to be nervous about it. I'm going to be stressed because that is a ton of like, it, it would take me so long just to get there. Right. Like that makes that day so long. I mean, hell, you know, I don't do like 180 pound jumps, you know, I'm doing, you know, a kilo right. or 25 kilos on each side. Or whatever the hell that is. So one ten jumps. That's eight sets, basically seven eight sets. I might have to do to get up to what 900? to get up to like six hundred or something. I don't know. Oh. I just feel like you I would have twenty five kilo per side or twenty five kilo total jump. Uh, it just it kind of depends on how I'm yeah. feeling the day. But yeah. you know, if I do twenty five kilo per side, then it's one hundred ten pounds. Yeah, it's like four or five. But then I have yeah. five sets <clears throat> working sets, oh, and then gotcha. I have like. You know, I got to spend all that time getting prepped, getting warm. Right. You know, and by that time, I've, I've been there for an hour and a half. Right. And then I still that got sucks. the rest of my deadlift. Because, like, my deadlift day takes a fucking long time now as it is. Yep. Um, just because yeah, that was just one of those where you take a little more rest time anyway. Just yeah. Just because it's a fucking deadlift, you know. Yeah. I mean, my leg day, uh, my leg days, I can get out pretty quick. And that's, and it just kind of depends on how heavy I go on because we've been doing that leg press. Um, which, which hey you know what it really sucks that leg press isn't cool <laughs> it's um, not cool no it's not cool i can't wait to see how much how it dude no nah, go to go to a commercial gym and tell people what you leg press they'll be cool with it they like that shit i know they're like I, whoa 10 plates that's fucking crazy you tell pilot that they're like how much you squat bitch how much you squat 10 plates see so what you squat like 450 Right, right, <laughs> right. No, well, that, that's the thing is, I um, I'm curious to watch and see how these this leg press translates to my squat well, because you, you still, and I never trained leg press. You, you still do squats though, mm-hmm. so it's going to translate well. The people where their leg press doesn't translate to their squat is because on their leg they 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 do leg press, they do hack squat, they don't do squats. So then when right. they go try to squat, they're just fucked up because their back isn't used to having to stabilize shit. Right. Yeah, so I'm excited to see because I always felt like my legs were part of my my weak point. I just yeah. always would question my strength. So I'm stoked to, like, go real heavy Yeah. Um, on squats because I've – Yeah, you're I, definitely one of the people that when I've seen squat maximal loads, I feel like it's not really your back that gives out. Yeah. It, it is your legs. Yeah, I, and I, yeah. I've always – Most felt, people, it's their back. Right, but, you know, I put – well, I broke my back when I was 17, 16, 17. And um, I was in high school, and I had to. Yeah, you put a lot of work in. On I that. had to yeah. get that fucker to not be completely broken. I mean, hell, you remember um, when I was prepping, I was doing RDLs for ten, right? Right, or four hundred five RDLs for ten, like passing out after. But <laughs> like, yeah. So I think you know I had to put a lot of time into that back. Um, I think I put too much time into it, and I made everything really tight. So yeah, I have now really, really, really tight hamstrings. And it caused, and it definitely caused some issues. It's starting to cause issues, but thankfully, um, I've been spending a lot more time warming up and uh, stretching my hamstrings and my hips. Um, not in the gym, actually. I've been doing some stuff outside the gym, like at home. Nice. Um, just because I know that you know that's something I've got to watch because right now I think my hips are beginning to kind of dip or not dip, um, tilt in, mm. starting to get um, an over uh, over tilt. What is a that? A wink. Oh, I got a really bad wink. Um, because my hamstrings and my hips are really, really tight Yeah, from all that back work I did to kind of strengthen them. Um, so I've got to work on making sure my hips are open and loose and it takes a little bit longer, but yeah, I'm stoked to see what kind of squat numbers I'll put up. You do any resolutions? Oh, happy new year. This is the first. Yeah. Happy new year. This is the first one of the new year. Oh shit. 
Happy New Year. We've well, been slacking. It's halfway through the month. Right. No kidding. Um, new, did I have any New Year's resolutions? Um, no. I if I want to do something, I'm gonna just do it. Like I, I so I thought about doing like a resolution to like run daily or consistently Gross. and take my dogs on runs. And I'm like, it's too. It's fucking January. I can't do that. Like, okay. I legitimately can't take my dog outside when it's zero degrees. Yes, you can. Uh, no, my girlfriend will kick my ass. I'll take the little jittery one. The little one's the one that wants to do the bigger one that ne- is the one that needs to go on the run yep. too. But yeah, they both want to go running. But I'm like, dude, it's fucking cold. I started uh, doing 75 hard. Yeah, and I did it. Uh, I started January 2nd, okay. and that was the day I came down with like my cold slash COVID or whatever the fuck it was. So I, and I stayed on it, and I did it strong, and I got through when I fucked my back up yesterday and I missed my my outdoor workout yesterday so I started over today oh so yeah I'm curious had to start over today but yeah when you're like oh I can't do that in the cold I'm like bitch I was walking outside for like my outdoor work it was just a 45 minute like walk outside when it was you know under 10 degrees (laughs) right yeah I well because I took him out I took him out. <laughs> it sucks. And, it sucks. and well, I took him out and I got yelled at because I took him out. Um, she's oh, like, my. it's probably still too cold for them. I'm like, yeah, because like you got to think about. So, I mean, you can't go out, man. Fuck, I don't care. <laughs> no, they um they because like their little paws would get too cold. Right. Um, like even hell, the one uh, our little one, I gave her. She has a she has a sweater or a hoodie. And How a coat. far has that species of animal fallen? <laughs> the dog. I the know. dog. It's like. Wolves are out in the snow, just like being cold and killing shit. Right, and then you, and then now little little frou frou pants or whatever that fucking dog's name is is like, yeah, it's cold. Yeah, kiwi, kiwi, yep. Little kiwi's like, ah, it's cold. Where's my boots? Right, like they both need boots. Because um, <laughs> yeah, she would shit. Kiwi, I get. She has a hoodie, and then I got. She got a new coat for Christmas, so she had the hoodie and the coat on, and was still fucking cold. And so I was like. We're not going out until it warms up again. Yes. And that was uh, you, Wednesday you, night. You putting a hoodie on a little dog named Kiwi is both the most adorable <laughs> and the gayest thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. <laughs> it was on the, it was on my Instagram, I think. I think I threw That's it up amazing. there. That's amazing. They, um, they get their own little coats. Um, oh, my God. I haven't put it on my story yet, but you guys, if you hear this, and it's like within the day that it's posted... Definitely go on my story at strongman underscore Dan because oh, yeah. there is a pretty good video of Preston doing Preston at the gym. Yeah, if you if you want to know what I'm like by myself in my own gym, well, like just just fucking look at the video and turn on the music. We've talked about it yeah. before, and I was like, oh my god, I have video evidence now. Yeah, no, I mean it. It, it I mean, <coughs> yeah, and I I I, re- I, I responded to it, um, but no, did like, I post it already? Yeah, it's already on the oh, Instagram, man. so I posted. All right, I have it, so. to get this shit out like as soon yeah, as, as, um, as we're done. Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, I just kind of do my own thing. Like, no one's there to bother me. Literally, all the lights were off. I just, I was like, I, I happen to turn my head and I see you, and I'm like, God damn it! I was like, How fucking long are you there? He's like, Long enough. I'm like, God damn it! Oh, um, you're good, man. Do you? It's yeah. You at the gym no, it was no, and that and that's like, you know, my own little like mental health recovery day. As long I actually fucking pulled in there and saw all the cars, and I was like, Jesus Christ. That wasn't for us, though, was it? That was no, that like was like the, a 
party night going on next door. So, okay, I didn't know what it was. I was. Like, I don't know. They church? got something What's going on. Over there? But yeah, I was like, "Fuck, I'm not gonna. This is gonna be a okay binge workout, right. like an okay Sunday." I mean, I can tell because like I like to start my Sundays with a bench day now because it's like I get to kind of get get into my groove. I can set the tone for the week. Whereas like if I squat on the first week workout, you're just pissed the rest of the week. I'm pissed off <laughs> if I especially have a bad squat day or something. I'm pissed off all the time. And that's, that's so funny. That's just not good. <laughs> Although I don't know. I think I'd be OK now with the squat. Just because we're we're keeping the yeah. rep low, I was gonna say, and the, I kind of get a, I get right I get now. like a uh, little like maybe I probably get some endorphin release um, on my leg press, just because of how much volume I'm doing. Right? Yeah, you'll get you some know three four sets of twelve of endorphin nine hundred thousand pounds a piece, and you're like, all right, let's move some, and then you like look at the little ticker and it says you just moved fifty thousand pounds this right. day, and then you get like oh yeah, fuck yeah, I'm a badass. Um, what's the most you've ever moved on that on a day? Didn't you do like 80,000 or something stupid uh, on like so, a cardio day? So the most I've done is I had like a mid 70,000. Wasn't um, wasn't that like a, a, a volume like yeah, so, cardio session or some fucking so torture? So uh, I got it from dude, Dr. Pat Davidson on Instagram. Follow him. He's got very good. He uh, He's on like the coaches expert panel or whatever it's like him and travis mash and Stu mcgill's on there sometimes like people like that and he's he uh wrote this program mass and mass too um oh you told me about this i've yeah so his day and and i've used very similar to what he uses um in my own programming with cer- certain people with certain specific goals uh but it's he calls it the developmental day i refer to it as the shit sandwich day right uh, to all my people <laughs> and uh if you're one of my clients, you, you gave you, me one of those. You days. probably ran this at some point. So basically, it's uh, it's a five superset. So okay, here's here's how it actually is. The way Pat does it, and he got this from this Vladimir something guy. Um, and it is here's how it's supposed to be run. The first block is thirty thirty, which means it's thirty seconds of work, thirty seconds of rest. You pick um ten exercises. It'll be like uh. Trap bar deadlift, overhead press, uh, lat pull down, bench press, um, Bulgarian split squats, right and left leg, um, barbell row. Oh, I'm having some really bad row, PTSD because I think I did this in high school. Seated row, incline bench press, and I forget what the other. And one in was college, like. I remember doing these, and they so, were horrible. I threw so you up got, every time. You got time. ten exercises. So you start with your trap bar deadlift. You get you do fifteen reps, move right on to the next one. Fifteen reps. So you get you get thirty seconds to do fifteen reps. Thirty seconds rest to get to the next movement. Fifteen reps. Thirty seconds rest to get to the next movement. Fifteen reps. If the clock hits thirty and you're only on thirteen reps, then you're just fucking done for that set. It's okay. Just deal with it. Thirty seconds. Move on. Um, and you basically go through that um, for three rounds. Oh. And it is like puke gut check. Downsides of it in that specific format are y- you basically have to be able to set up ten stations and have no one fuck with them, right? And that's hard to do, right? Uh, so the adaptation that I've done that works pretty well gives a not quite as horrible, but a very similar training effect is um, I just have people do about five supersets, and I try to pair them to where like you can do one thing. 
like it's like trap bar and then seated dumbbell over press. So you just bring the dumbbells and a bench over to where your trap bar is. Right. And then you can just corner your little spot at Vasa and be okay, you know? Right. And you'd go like 15 trap bar, no rest, 15 overhead press, one minute break, hit them again, one minute break, hit them again, then go set up your other shit. It's not quite as demanding from like a I want to die standpoint, but it, it, but it's pretty damn close and it's doable in like a commercial setting. Right. Um, Although don't do trap bar deadlifts at Vasa, man. Oh God, God you and I were fucking, fucking talking about that. I, I'm not even kidding. I, Hannah was like, Preston, we need to get, like, I, she was really embarrassed. I embarrassed her because I was like throwing the fucking trap bar. I was getting so pissed off because I couldn't hold on to it or it would like slide down my hand because of the, the, it was balanced wrong. And we talked and about this throwing. earlier. They, they got safety squat bars too. So, so we know the guy that's the, right. the GM over there and he's, right. he's a cool dude. And it's not his fault. They're only per, permitted to order from one specific right. company's website. And it's like, it's high grade commercial gym equipment. Right. Right. But. Commercial gyms like powerlifting and stuff starting to grow, especially bars are starting to become mm-hmm. a thing that people are somewhat aware of that now the commercial gym companies are like, oh shit, we should probably develop something like a safety squat bar, a trap bar, things like that. But they do it in such of a way that like every specialty bar of theirs that I've touched, I'm like, this is stupid. What were you thinking? It's like they someone described a safety squat bar to them and they said, oh, Oh yeah, we can do that. And then they design something that's almost workable, but not at all. Like their safety squat bars, the sleeves are like half the length of like normal squat bar sleeves. So like you can only fit like three plates on it or some right. shit. So I so they have a squat bar. So it's it's Power Systems. That's who makes all their equipment. Okay. So they have a squat bar. Shout out to Power Systems. You guys fucking suck. Sorry, not trying to be a dick, but, but you suck. If you're gonna make a bar for special equipment, Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let's go over what a squat bar actually is before we read their description. Okay. So Preston, a squat bar what is a squat bar. So a squat bar is designed to have a greater diameter so it does not have as much whip. It so is. it's a thicker bend so it doesn't whip as far. Yes. Okay. Correct. It is a much thicker bar um, depending on which one you use. It also has more loadable space. So yes, it has a very large it has a much larger sleeve. All right, because <laughs> your squat bar would be your longest bar. In the and it gym. has a very aggressive neural. Mm-hmm. So we are going to start off with the sleeve length, 17 and a half inches. Which, um, that's standard, pretty much That standard. is your standard squat bar. That's your standard bar. Length. Okay, now that piece, I can forget. Yeah, I don't. Because there's not a lot of 800-pound squatters going right. to boss. No one. Well, there are not a lot of 800-pound squatters. Right. There's like, not a lot of pound, really. not a lot of 500-pound squatters going to boss. Right, you know? right. Anyway, um, bar length is 96 and a half inches. So seven foot, so standard. Yep. So regular power bar length, which is which is fine, no big deal. It's fine. So far, we're okay. Um, weight limit fifteen hundred pounds. Okay. So far, we're good. Um, hey, what's the diameter on the barbell? Uh, I haven't gotten there. Let me go to the PSI rating. So the PSI rating is twenty one hundred, which means it's a pretty soft good. bar, so yeah. it's going to bend. Yeah. Um, well, no, one hundred. It, it's two ten. Yeah. Squat bars are two. Normal squat bars oh, are two twenty-five. Squat bars. Squat bars. Sorry, I was like, dude, the Texas power bar is one ninety. Yeah. Nope. So I mean, it's going to bend less than a power bar, but it's going to bend more than a squat bar. But it's going to bend more than anything because the di- the shaft diameter is twenty-five millimeters. Twenty-five millimeters. So for those of you who power lift at all, you're if you're using a power bar, it's twenty-eight point five or twenty-nine millimeters. Yes. This is three and a half to four millimeters smaller than a normal power bar, which means. More fucking whip, which is the exact opposite of the point of a damn squat bar. Right. Well, and so... What's a typical squat bar diameter? Uh, 30... 32 two, millimeters. 32, 33 is the bulldog. 
I was yeah. about to say 33. Yeah, 30, 32 to 33 is, is this. Uh, Texas' is this, new Texas is 33. Is Texas it, okay. has a new one um, that's 65, 66 pounds. That's their their monster one, the, yeah, the Mastodon replacement. Yeah, yeah they just replaced, yeah. And yeah. I think the one that we have at the gym, I think, is 32, their normal squat. Yeah, yep, so we have the, regardless, we have the original. It is three millimeters thicker than a normal power bar, and this one is four millimeters thinner than a normal power bar. What the fuck were you guys thinking? Power, what is it? Power, power systems. systems. So it is literally, because they don't, yeah, it it makes no fucking sense. Okay, let's talk about their safety squat bar. Oh, yeah, their SSB. Oh, my God. So an SSB is typically a little more, a little heavier than a normal squat bar, because if you think about it, it's a, it's a barbell, and it has a couple extra pieces of metal coming down so you can put it on your shoulders and grab in the front instead of behind your shoulders. Um, typically the, the diameter of the bar doesn't really matter, uh, because the pads are what's sitting on you, but you would expect it to at least be a 28 millimeter bar. Right. I'm trying to find it. Um, um cause I found it one time. Cause my biggest beef with them, and I haven't used that one on Vasa, but from what you were saying, it's called a, they don't even call it a safety squat bar. It's a cambered squat bar, which is not even a cambered bar because a cambered bar means that the weight hangs down a couple feet lower. Yeah, it hangs and down. It's, yeah, it, like a and, foot and it's lower, like and directly it's, below, and not it's, at an angle. It's a little bit free swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a very different stimulus than when you have the shoulder pads and the grips in front. Right. So here's the thing that fucks my mind about this thing. So it's like a, if it's like a disturbed version of a cambered bar and a safety squat bar. The uh, aside from looking at the specs. Um, because it says that it can hold 700 pounds. I want to know how you're going to get 700 pounds on the bar. Well, and, because and that the just sleeve tells you, that is 11 tells and a half is 11 inches. So the sleeve is way shorter than right. like a typical barbell sleeve. Your safety squat bar max typically is 85 to 90% right. of what your actual squat is. So what the fuck, man? Like, right. That's so just here's not, the, here's not the a safe thing, barbell. Here's the thing that fucking bot is insane. So, how much do you know off the top of your head? How much a Titan squat safety squat bar is? Three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. Okay. How much do you think this uh, safety squat bar is? From them? At least four. Uh, yeah, three seventy five. Yeah. Like, it, do, if you're gonna buy gym equipment, do your fucking research. And if the if that is gonna, annoying. If you're gonna like, if make, you're a, if, if you're, you're a junior, if you're a consumer, if you're gonna make gym equipment, yeah, do your even fucking more so. research. But yeah, no, like it's so it, it makes no sense. Like, I mean, there's nothing. No, nothing um, so things impressive that, about that this have thing. 700 pound capacity as far as barbells go. If you look up any barbell that is $150 or more, yeah, has like 1200 pound capacity. Yeah, what barbell in existence even has only a 700 pound weight capacity? Like, that's just a dangerous fucking bar, right? Well, and and the thing is, is um, like the version one Titan. Titan safety squat It was still 1,000 pounds or 1,200 pounds. Or 1,000 pounds. Yeah, and I those mean, were shitty fucking I mean, bars. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I, I've squat, I squatted on the original Titan. I, yeah, I had one for a I bit. fucking hated it. Yeah, it's very bouncy, very Yeah. Whippy. It had like those 11-inch uh, sleeves too, but mm-hmm. it was still a better bar than this thing. Yeah, this thing, 
I mean, I haven't loaded it very much, but I, I, I part of me wants to load it because I mean, like, part of me wants to load. I think, I think Chris and I were doing two seventy five or something, so it wasn't heavy. Yeah. I really wanted to do like four hundred pounds. Do do like a couple, like a double or a single. Yeah. A couple singles at four hundred. See how heavy I can go on it and just fuck it up. Well, and I get the commercial. I'm gyms not trying aren't. to be a dick, but I'm also I, trying to like keep people from getting really well, fucking hurt. So I get the commercial gyms are typically not marketed for people who want to be, like, big competitor powerlifters. Like, right. that's not their market. Well, if that's not your market... Don't try and get into it. Don't yeah. bring... Don't get bars that are designed to lure people who want to do right. powerlifting. Like, oh, man, Vasa has safety squat bars and squat bars now? Right. I'm going to go there. It's 10 bucks a month. It's fucking cheap. I'll get access to a damn jacuzzi. Like, right. like there's lots of cool things at a big commercial gym like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I use and, it. And then it's like, oh, but they don't have the specialty bars I wanted to train with. You know, they don't have X, Y, Z. Okay, I'll go to this powerlifting gym. So then they try to branch out to compete with powerlifting gyms. But the equipment, they, it's it's like version zero Titan stuff. Right. It is the most embarrassing set of equipment. And Yeah, I would be embarrassed right. if I was the people making that equipment. Right. Well, they don't care because the Gen Pop because they they recognize that the Gen Pop doesn't the Gen Pop doesn't understand. Well, and the Gen Pop doesn't want to use those bars because they're scary. Right. And the Gen Pop will grab that deadlift bar and do fucking bench press with it. Right. Like they don't know anything. Like what yeah. is the point of that? Like there's no we, point unless in our gym we still have that fucking there, problem. There's no point in in getting specialty bars at a commercial gym like Vasa unless your goal is to bring in people who want to be strength athletes or people who already are strength athletes. Right. And if that's the case, just get the right fucking bars. Like, you got you got the ability to. You got the money to. Right. Work with it. Like, you, they need to talk to the reps of that company and be like, dude, you guys fucking suck. Here, right. You can go to Titan Rogue. You can get the exact specs of what this bar fucking is. Yeah. Just copy it. Yeah, it's not fucking hard. Like, the, sp- the yeah. specs are on the website. Some, this isn't some amazing, like, robotic, trademarked secret right. no. recipe. Like, it is a piece of steel cut to a certain diameter. That's that's it. Yeah. Like, at a certain tensile strength. Like, that. that is it. Yeah, it's not fucking rocket and, science. And those pieces of information are in every product description. Right. They're, they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. You know, they're not, it's not like they're, yeah, like you said, there's not, like, a special patent on it. I think there are a couple specialty bars that... May have a patent. I think um, West Side had a Kabuki part. Sp- stuff. Some of West Side. West Sides. Yeah, but you know those are like the only ones. You but know, thirty-two the, millimeter squat bar is not one of them. No, no, nobody owns that because safety squat bar is not one of them. No, and the fu- you know what the fucking crazy thing is is I'm pretty sure the same people manufacture all those bars. Right. The same steel person Probably. does them all. You know, it's it, it's crazy. You know, and they and I mean as a person, if that's the case, I would laugh every time like a shitty manufacturing product comes through. Yeah. Like you don't know what you're doing. And I, I, you know, and yeah, it just, it just shows how it shows their hubris of thinking they already know everything. So they could just fucking do whatever. And then they do it wrong. And it just shows the ignorance of like how much they don't know about things. Right. I would love to deadlift on that 25 millimeter squat bar though. Right. Like 25 millimeter is the diameter for a female uh, Olympic Olympic lifting bar. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. It's yeah. in a deadlift bar is 27 millimeter. Yeah. So that it's two millimeters skinnier than a deadlift bar, which is designed Bro. for maximal whip. Right. Like, damn. 
Like, so my thing would be, so with the tensile strength, how much whip, I would love to see what kind of whip is on that tensile, on that bar. Uh, it's going to depend on its length too. So it's, it's a normal power bar length. Yep. I think it's a normal power bar length. So it's going to be similar to, um, the Texas bodybuilder bar, that green one I have in my garage. Yeah. So that's a 27 millimeter, uh, but it's normal barbell length. Right. Uh, so it's going to be just a touch whippier than whatever that is. It's yeah. probably going to be very similar to like a Texas deadlift bar. Right. And Texas just deadlift it's a little bar shorter than it, but it's a little skinnier than it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Texas deadlift. Yeah. Bars. Deadlift. <laughs> so so they actually oh they didn't get a squat bar yet though did they? Who? Bossa. Bossa, no. I mean, if they did, they'd actually have a pretty decent deadlift bar there. Yeah, no shit. Um, and there's there's a couple guys who there are some, and the thing is, is like, oh, there are some people. Who there are some people who there. are pretty fucking strong there, and that's probably <laughs> why they got that equipment. Yeah, it's but be- those are the people who will break that equipment, right? Like, yeah, I I don't understand. Like, I I bent a, I think I bent a bar there, right? Um, and I wasn't even trying. Yeah, they're normal bars. If you're if you're putting five hundred on there or not, they are not. They're um, they're designed for Gen Pop people right. that are going to top off their squat at three fifteen. Right. Well, and I when I was walked, I tried to when I was prepping for that one of my competitions, and I was in wraps. Um, I put five eighty five, walked it out, and I, was, I almost fucking died. So much whip, so much like bar it, whip. It was scary. I want to see if I, I want to see. And that is a bar that is like twenty eight to twenty nine millimeter. Yeah. Uh, so so imagine what their squat bar would feel like on your back. Right. Well, that's what I want to know. I want to know what bar they have there because they have their their pro. It's probably their basic pro power bar. Yep. Um, which, ooh, homie. So <laughs> the this, neural on that is such trash. So too. I, it must not be their pro power bar. It's not the power bar. It's because their, their pro power it's bar. Their more general all purpose one. It's a twenty eight millimeter bar. Well, because they have a pro. They make a pro power bar that's thirty two millimeters in diameter. <sighs> And, and that's a, a seven bar and a seven hundred pound weight capacity and what? a length of eighty six. It's inch. a short bar. It's a shorter bar though. But like, I I, I don't understand. Wait 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 wait. Hold on. Seventy two inches is six foot. So eighty four is seven. So foot. this is a so squat bar. This is a fucking squat so bar. So that uh, so most like a normal right. like Texas power bar is seven foot. Yeah. So that is that is a normal length one. So that one that's ninety six, their squat bar. Yeah, it is. It's their dead. No, their squat bar. You said was ninety six inches. Yeah, yeah. That's their deadlift bar. Yeah, yeah. That's twenty five right. millimeter deadlift in ninety six inches. Just call it a squat bar. They just call it the wrong thing. So they yeah, and then that's so you even can, dumber. So you can uh, you can buy this in a uh, in a regular uh, seven hundred pound capacity. And 700 a, wait, pound this, capacity bar for squatting. Um, and then they have a pro power bar that has a 1500 pound capacity. Okay. You know, good, good on them. Still 32 inch, 30, 32 which millimeter. Is squat, which is a squat bar. It's a squat bar. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just makes, I, I don't understand. They just don't know how to lay, they, 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 they know so little about what bar is a what that they don't even put the right words on the so product. So they offer a 20 kilo Olympic bar. Okay. And I, twenty-eight millimeter, right? Yep. Um, eighty-six and five-eighths length. Uh, length. Um, so that is that is your <laughs> it's a seven-foot bar. That's the bar they have. That's there. the that's the spec of Cause, it. Because that's going to be the this same. This isn't neural. this isn't the bar they have there. It's not. No, 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 no. Because these um this is this is a new bar that they uh, just okay. released. Um, it has twenty-one hundred psi, so it's going to be higher. 
tensile strength than a yeah, regular that's, power bar. You want you want more like 190 yeah. for an Olympic bar because you want that whip. Yeah. Um, well, the thing that's fucking funny about it is how much do you think this goddamn bar is? Probably like $500 or Yeah, it's shit. $537. Yeah. Like, like, I want to go up and say, are you guys getting a deal? Like, are they giving you a wholesale deal? They have to. So the other thing about commercial gym is they don't know what good bars and bad bars should cost. Yeah. They're, they're, they're operating from such a bulk right. position. Like, they've got to be. An extra hundred or two bucks for a barbell doesn't make a difference because they're buying how many millions of dollars of things to outfit that gym to begin with. Right. Like they've got, I would hope they're like, they're 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 like, their contract gets it like, a like half Oh, off. a bar, a barbell for $500. Well, that's great. This machine cost me seven grand. Right. Well, and that's the other thing is they, they're, they're, over. it's a drop in the bucket. Right. And good God, can you imagine? What do you think the overhead there is that at that fucker? A couple million. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know <coughs> more than I'd want. I mean, I don't even... How much are like... Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, because then it's not just like the amount of space you got to pay for, uh, the right. depreciation of assets you got to build into your budget, but then you got to... Also, the staff. Oh, right? I was just like, thinking overhead for um, equipment. I wasn't even going to go oh, into... just the like, initial purchase? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It's got to be... I mean, I would think it's mil, a couple probably. million yeah. at least. And places like that have to have so many fucking members that don't yep. utilize their membership because... Um, when I used to train at Park West at one of the other gyms that's up here, um, I talked to one of the guys and he's like, we, we legitimately have to have like 300 members or something at least to pay our bills. And excuse me. He said that if we had all of our members here, we, we, we couldn't have all of our members here at one time. Yeah. And that's true across all commercial gyms. Right. And yeah. they, they said they had like a thousand members or something, <coughs> which but is like, why, which is why you get that atmosphere of like, there's a couple people, you know, there. Right, that are there consistently, but that's kind of about it um, compared to like a barbell gym where it's typically more money for the membership, but right. people use the membership or a CrossFit gym. It's like, oh, Jesus, hundred right. bucks a, a you know a you, month you, or whatever. Yeah, it's but like, you get it a little bit. You get coaching, right? You get guided classes, um, and it has to be priced well, that high because well, if they priced it at thirty bucks a month, they wouldn't be able to pay their bills. Well, and well, here's the thing about CrossFit. So you're you're well. Think about CrossFit though. Like you just said, you do a CrossFit, tra- you know, join CrossFit gym, hundred and fifty bucks a month, easy money. <coughs> wow, I'm still coughing. Hundred and fifty bucks a month. Um, all right, cool. So like you just said, that gets you what one like three classes a week, right? Sure. Or, you know, three classes a week. That's your one on. You're getting not one on one training, but you're getting group training. Right. You're getting a trainer who's going to watch you and give you a program. Okay. Well, now let's fast forward to a commercial gym. How much is it? A, how much? We'll just look at two weeks in a commercial gym. How much is it going to cost for you to have a personal trainer meet with them six times in a month? Oh yeah, I mean you're, oh, you, you've three, already three spent over three to six hundred bucks a month. Yeah, like you've already spent more. Yeah. So like, yeah, the fucking CrossFit's but, not that expensive. But if you want to compare it to the class thing, right? I mean, you're not going to be doing like snatches for reps or like like complex barbell movements or even like back squats but if you're if you're just a dude trying to get in shape or a lady trying to get in shape and you're looking at the class dynamic you can do that for 50 bucks a month at a commercial gym right right well and and yeah and i just i think it kind of depends on what your perspective is and where like you once you break it down into dollars and cents like in reality i spend over 200 bucks a month um on gym, like some and something related to fitness, right? Um, whether that's my programming or my gym memberships, like 
like that's I spend over two hundred bucks. Like the fucking that's just how it is. It's like part I, of your budget. Like I just can't change it. I mean, sure, I could probably go get template programming. I actually talked to a couple of kids about um, the difference between template programming and um, you know, going through like individualized. And I said, right. <laughs> Do not spend hundreds of dollars on individualized programming if you're brand new. Oh, my God. I just had this conversation. Like, I legitimately was talking to this kid. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm just, I've only been doing it for a couple of years, and I, I, I think I'm going to go with, like, I can't remember who he told me. And I said, do not, like, go with template programming. They're like, why? I'm like, because you're so new, you're going to get gains no matter what. Yeah. Like, once you get plateaued, like, then template programming is not going to help. Right. You. I was having this conversation with a, a guy. He's actually on uh, John Norris' weightlifting team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm helping him out with his nutrition. God, he sucks at check-ins though. Oh, <laughs> I, I had a talk with him and I was like, I was like, dude, I'll help you. But like, I'm not going to hound you for check-ins. So like, I'll give you your money back and you know, buy right. and, it, and it's cool. No hard feelings, but like, you're not going to get any results if you don't check in. Cause I'm not going to change anything right. until you tell me there's a reason to change it. And right. I don't know that <clears throat> until you fucking check in. Yeah. Um, so that's a whole other thing, but he was—he's a good guy. He's—he's a—he's a, he's a high schooler. He's like a senior in high school. Okay, so it's just, yeah. So like he's it, young. It, it, I'm not surprised that right. it's, it's difficult for him to keep track. But I mean, he's paid for like eight weeks or whatever. But I've only sent him like two things. I'm like, well, it's been like six weeks, but like I'll—I'll I'll do eight updates with him before right. his, his time's up. So he'll probably end up with like sixteen weeks worth of stuff because he only checks in right fucking never. <laughs> right. Uh, but he was asking me about like template programming versus like. Uh, so they do team programming there mostly. Right. It's like, hey, here's the team's workout, but they'll like do Zoom calls and, and like have their fucking sessions together and stuff. So it has like that team atmosphere. Right. Too, That's cool as which fuck. Is, yeah, which is very cool. And I hadn't seen done on online teams really. I've seen it done a little bit in like the kettlebell world. Oh, really? But I've never seen it done in uh, um, like a, a lifting team kind of thing. Um, and he was like, what's your, are you with John uh, or as far as like team proing versus? customized programming and i'm like well and it kind of depends um i was like the way john does it fuck yeah i'd run team programming all damn day because you're building that atmosphere it's like uh, when i was training out at mash's gym right we didn't all do the same programming but we all trained together and it was the atmosphere that got right results, that's what you want almost more than the programming did right because right. you're whatever program you're on you're gonna push fucking hard because you're trying to like show your dick out to all these people right well and, and you, <laughs> you, know? you just don't want to be well you don't want to like look a yeah exactly yeah. You don't so be a bitch. I was like, dude, the way John does it, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what I would do. I said, but John does have some people he does custom programming for, and it's the more advanced people because, like, the more advanced you are, the more your weak spots are going to make a bigger difference right. if we hit them in specific ways. Uh, and I was like, so that's, you know, I'd say for where you're at, like, dude, you're 17 years old in high school. You're not, like, breaking national records and shit. Like, you're a beginner to intermediate lift or like template programming is a hundred percent the way to go. Right. The only time I feel like it, you could argue against template programming, um, is if there's specific injuries yes. or, or things in the past that people are working on. Like I have a lot of gen pop people that I work right. with and a lot of them are working around like injuries like, from when yeah. they played football in high school. Right. Or like just I'm old and my back fucking sucks or right. like right. fill in the blank. So there needs to be some customization, right. but, but even then, the nuts and bolts of the program are the same yeah. for all my people that are gen pop. Um, and then we just, our accessories differ a little bit. And then even my people that compete, if you're competing in powerlifting, well, everybody's going to squat, bench, and deadlift. Right. Um, but depending on what your stick point is on lifts, the accessories are going to look a little different. Right. But even if they didn't look any different, you'd still probably get better. Right. Well, exactly. And 
it's uh, so that's why it's always like how important, like how far are you into your your lifting career? Right. How long have you been lifting? Examine that and then address whether or not you want to do it. Because hell, the only if you're a beginner competing in strength sports and literally anything will make you stronger. The only time I still would recommend a custom program is be- so you can get that one, that specific feedback no, to like correct. Form. Well, so like, yes, video stuff, right. but even then you can run someone on a template program and still do that. Right. But I would say strong man, because the events are different. Yeah, that's true. That's you can't one template where, I, where I'm like, man. I'm like, even if you're brand fucking new, yeah. it's still a good idea to, either customize your program a little bit yourself or have someone do it for you because the events are fucking different. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I, I never thought about Strongman, but yeah, the it's it was just interesting because I was like one of the kids who was asking me because um, he had worked with someone and I won't say who it is, but worked with someone and he basically was, you know, paying, I think he was getting, te- he was getting template programming. But the big thing was is he wasn't getting any feedback on his lifts. Yeah, if you're paying a coach... And they're giving you a template program. That's okay, right? As but, long as they will look at your shit, right? Give them some feedback, like especially because I think he was paying like sixty bucks a month or something. I'm yeah, like, 60 yeah, sixty bucks you, a month. You should be able to get a video response. Yeah, like get some feedback. And I think that was the biggest beef is he wasn't getting a lot of feedback, and he was just kind of not. It wasn't progressing him like he thought it was going to. I'm like, well, you've been lifting for two or three years. I'm like, you might be at the point. You know, because yeah, that's kind of at that time frame where, where you like, need to surprise, have a conversation. You have to actually get better, and right? Build muscle. Well, and he because he was a wrestler in high school, um, so he he he's, so he yeah. has a lot of a, a lot of advanced training, right? So he's got a lot of like athletic lifting, um, a lot of you know high school lifting is definitely not power lifting. No, I I mean it's going to give you a foundation. <coughs> it's going to definitely <coughs> you're not going to have as impressive newbie gains because you did lift in high school. Yeah, you're like, not starting from ground zero. Like, but you, like you, you have, still even when you you do a powerlifting template program, you're still going to see gains. Like hell, right. I did um, when I was in high school. I did West Side Barbell programming. Like I did box squats. I did. Um, uh, dynamic squat day. I d- I mean, I did powerlifting programming, and even then, when I got out of high school, I still made gains because it wasn't power. I, I didn't have the mentality of I was a powerlifter. I'm like, oh, I'm a football. Right. I'm a high school kid. Like, then once your mentality becomes you're a powerlifter, then you start dialing in, and you can now go from my workouts are 45 minutes. Yeah, the it, mindset's different. And, and now I, I'm like, it. okay, I have my own time. I can do an hour and a half of a real powerlifting program. Yep. You know, I can be in there an hour and a half, two hours. You know, and that's um, that. That's just why I'm like template. You know, and all those kids out there are like, oh, you should design a program for me. And I'm like, I... You're like, you don't fucking need one. You go, don't need one. Just like get go, a template. Go buy the 5 through one ebook. Right. Like, run, that, run that for a year. Right. Like, I'm not going to take your money. And maybe I... You know, I could be a piece of shit, and I could take their money, write up a basic template program. I could use one of the ones you sent me. Yeah, but like, no, um, that would kill them. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd modify. I well, would the, change. At it. least that one would kill them. But. Yeah, but like, I would make you know no RPEs. I'm like, you need go go get. Um, I think I sent go get Kai Green. Kai Green's power per, yeah. template. He's got he's got tons of ebooks. They're ten bucks. Yeah, for or like five ten, bucks. Ten ebooks for like. Ten bucks. Yeah, he, they're like dirt cheap. Or like Mike O'Hearn does his template programming's like fifteen bucks. Yeah, um, I'm like, yeah, you could get individualized, you know, but and you can learn a lot. Or even like with weight a year, loss, a year down the road, you can like be like, okay, I understand how this program works. I'm going to use it for like the core of my 
template. Right. And then I'm going to like add in shit either that I like or that I think I need. Right. And I mean, as long as you're not adding in shit that takes you four hours to get done, like that's fine. But I mean, all of my programming is based off of template programs that I've done before, like the core piece or Mm -hmm. like the nugget that I learned from it. Right. I'm just kind of a combination of the templates that I've done that I thought worked well. Yeah. I mean, hell, um, I love this style of training that I'm doing right now. Um, I mean, I would almost, depending on if I was to do it again, like if I was to do it for myself, I would maybe be, as I stutter really bad right there, um, I would maybe do uh, maybe a little bit more intense on the accessory, on the secondary movement. Right. Push it a little bit harder. And that's Um, the cool thing. And then when you do branch out and do some of your own programming, like you're the melting pot of all the programs that you've run or the coaching you've done. Like there's always going to be like that one nugget there might be like the huge thing you take from Bridgeford's programming is like, dude, push the, the main accessory movement fucking hard. Right. Like RPE nine. And cause you know, I, (laughs) I love this. I actually really do. You know, my, my main lift is about eight, seven, eight. Yep. My my secondary movement, which is generally like a like a um, like leg press on squat. Uh, no, that would or be an accessory. So my um, like front squat on a like squat front day. squat on a front squat day. Yeah, um, like incline press. Maybe push your RPE up to nine, yep. real hard, and then dial back the RPE a little bit more. Uh, for the accessories yeah. or a couple of the accessories. Maybe you have one heavy accessory with two lighter well, ones. The nice thing is like if you're taking bench for an example, you might have your main work as bench press. Right. Your secondary is like spoto or close grip or incline. Right. You're less likely to get hurt from pushing it on the right. movements like close grip or incline that you're just not going to be able to move the same weight as you can on a bench. So like you're less likely to get fucked up pushing hard on those. Right. Right. Well, and, and so like I am a bit, I love speed movement. I love overloading. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on a day where I do, um, like, you know, our, you know, on a bench day, we'll use bench. Maybe we work up to like 75% for triples. So I think that's what we got up to today. Um, pause triples, no big deal. And then, all right, so now we've got some close grip stuff. We're going to do a close grip. So right. we'll, we'll use a band or like some chains or something to do that. Maybe we'll do, um, you know, real heavy. Or or maybe we go crazy and we keep the weight really low on the main movement. And, you know, we keep the weight low, increase the rep a little bit range, you know, into the six to eight rep range. Right. And then really lower the reps and do maybe singles and doubles of that secondary, you know, Dynamic bench, um, some sort of extra overload kind so of thing. Like, like so that's that's where my head's at when it comes to like you're in experimenting. Off, you're in off season right now, right? How many weeks out are you from that? Maybe do you know? <sighs> Twenty something. I, I mean, we're we're plenty of weeks out. We're yeah. six weeks into my off season. Um, he actually, I was just kind of looking at it um, because it's got a specific. T- he gave it a specific title. Um, off season. Yeah, this is. Um, as um week six, it's a lower intensity week. Cool. Um, so like my intensity is not going to be crazy this week. Um, last week was pretty uh pretty decent. Um, I liked it though. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a crazy week. It was just a lower intensity week as well. Gotcha. Or sorry, it was a higher intensity week because we were doing a lot more singles doubles. Nice. I'm doing um, I'm gonna do. Every now and then I flirt with like Wendler five three one stuff. Yeah, I was, I, I was just thinking, are you, you going to do five three one? I mean, it's it, for me. It's like I love it for off season, 
Um, I still do my alternating periodization. Though, like if I bench every week progressively, I'll, I'll just get beat up. Same right. thing. Same thing with deadlifts, especially. And then oh yeah, squat less so. So I'll I'll probably do like. Uh, my elbow's still kind of fucked up, so I'm probably going to be doing like close grip and like two board, right. and then alternate them week by week, and then squat will be safety squat and squat, and then deadlifts going to be snatches and deadlifts, and alternate like that through it. Um, but I just really like it for like an off season thing. It's, right. just, it's just super easy to follow. I don't think real hard. Um, the weights are never like so unmanageable that I got to like get my brain around them. You know? Yeah, that's um, and that's the thing. But uh, they, I was like, but my back's kind of fucked. I was like, so maybe I'll, like, take it easy on the deadlifts. Um, but he's got, I was reading through some of his uh, Beyond 5 through 1 book. Um, and uh, I was like, I know he's got some challenges and shit in here, like prowler challenges. I'm right. Like, I could do I could do a shit ton of prowler work over the next 12 weeks when my, when my back becomes, like, tip, tip, top, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, this would be, you know, post-injury. Um, I've never been, like, really, really hurt like what you have right now. Yeah. At least I don't. And I probably have, um, is, eh. um, you know, I, I spent a lot of time working on weak shit. Actually, I have, I was that time when I was spending, I was getting chiropractic work done. I couldn't deadlift. I didn't deadlift for like right. two weeks. Um, and I couldn't pull, that was the meat. I could barely pull 500 or I missed it. Um, cause I like hitched it or something. And you know, 10 weeks later, 10, 12 weeks later, I hit it for 10. Right. Um, and the only reason I did it is cause my hand got, I didn't do more. It's like my hand got ripped open and strap straps failed. But like, that was when I focused on my squat. You know, I right. built my I built my squat, and basically, and I was going through an old Instagram post. What I was doing is I was I was doing box squats with really really wide stance to work my hips. Yep. Um, and I was low bar, so my my torso I was saving my back. Right. You know, I was working right. around, it and I was wor- I worked up to a five fifty five single on box squat. Nice. Um, I mean, it was really high. It was high, but I was not. Well, still, tr- you're getting used to the overload. Well, and, you're and not- I was well. And the whole point of me not going low is because that's where my when my back would start to get compromised was right. in the hole. In the hole. So I was squatting above hole <laughs> on purpose. Right. Um. You know, I think I was doing like I think I was able to do ten, four or five for ten, four or five for fifteen. I don't know. I was right. doing some like I was doing a lot of volume and a lot of shit that didn't piss my back off. It was all beltless exactly. too. Exactly. Um, maybe I think the 500 plus stuff was, was with a belt, but still I was, I was trying not to blow my back. Right. And it worked. So I'm going to, I'm going to roll this. Uh, it's like a 12 weeker. It's like three days a week prowler work and then three days a week lifting. It's like a, a squat day, a bench day. And then he just puts the overhead and the deadlift day together. Okay. Um, which honestly is funny cause that's kind of what I have a lot of my, gen pop people doing right overhead now that are, that are three day a weeks i'm like oh really because overhead just isn't much systemic overload at all i think that um, was the um so when i would do programming with um anthony Furman, so Furman would have you would do in it was basically like an opposite movement speed was your the tail end so if your main movement was bench you uh squatted with for speed okay um if your main movement was overhead press then you would deadlift you would do deadlift some sort of deadlift for vol- for speed or something or yeah. volume, um, and I remember doing that, and it was it was I liked that. Yeah, it lets you recover pretty good. Yeah, um, so my, I do that a lot of times with my people. I, have I ever had you on like the the style where it's like squat heavy one week, deadlift heavy the next week, and then so like on your heavy squat week, it's a it's a heavy squat light deadlift, and then vice versa on the next week. I don't think I don't think we ever squatted and deadlifted in the same week. Okay, um, just because I don't think we could. Maybe we did. 
We might have. I don't remember. I know we did. I would do a heavy squat one week and then a heavy deadlift yeah. the next. I think I was like, I think I had you on something. But I couldn't remember. With that thought. Yeah, I couldn't remember point. how we were doing it. Yeah, and I really like that because then you're still squatting and deadlifting every week. So you're not like, oh, right. I'm going to forget how to squat even though you won't. No, it's not a um, but, but you're not doing them both heavy the same week, which starts to be real fucking important when you're a stronger dude. Right. Like you and me. Um, whereas Bridgeford's programming, you probably are doing both each week. Um, it it just kind of varies depending on the week of what we're wanting. To gotcha. Do. But but he's um friendlier with the percentages. Like he's he's it's a little lower load, so you can do both and not like right. kill yourself. Right. Whereas right. I was like, we're gonna fuck your squat in the ass today, but don't worry, your deadlift's gonna be easy. Yeah, you know, kind of like a ninety percent, seventy percent. Right. Like whereas I think we're Compared we're hitting if everything's 80, 80 you I think know? we're eighty on everything. You know, we're we're staying in that ballpark. Work. um, Well, and the other thing, I just like lifting heavy shit. Well, the other thing (laughs) is, it's not my movements that I'm good at. Yeah, like we're high bar and conventional deadlift. Well, because you're off season, right? Because we're off seasoning. Although I kind of want to ask him to let me really focus on my conventional and see how heavy I can get it. Um, Because I was kind of looking at my uh, mechanics and how I pull, and I, I don't know. On heavy sumos, you get to be a wide stance conventional. Yeah. Um, What do you wait? What? Like your your position, when you, oh when you oh, get when I pull, heavier, yeah. you end up being conventional. I know. Well, and and that's kind of what I was thinking. And I'm but getting shit, better you pulled, at it. You pulled seven sumo. You haven't pulled anywhere near that conventional. No, so. but I mean, I've never pushed it. Yeah, because um, I always baby my back. It'd be I, interesting. I'm always pro people switching to conventional from sumo, just because I think it looks more legitimate. It carries over really well. For I'm me. not saying sumos aren't legitimate. I'm just saying conventional looks more legitimate to, right. to the random like random bro at the gym that just asks you what you bench right that knows nothing about lifting so you shouldn't care what they say right we'll look at a sumo deadlift and say it's cheating and we'll look at a normal deadlift and say it's not right right <laughs> and well and I, you're right and you and i talk about this all the time and i think that um i think sumo is cheating when done properly right well fuck also, that video because we haven't even touched on that video i sent you but but it's also let me let me so, so people don't yell at me too bad Sumo. let me rephrase sumo is 100 percent cheating especially when you do it correctly but it's legal Hey, man, if it's not an advantage, it's a disadvantage. It's cheating, but it's legal. So, like, if you pull sumo and it's fucking great, I mean, hats off to you. You did it. But, like, it'd be cooler if you pulled it conventional. Right. Well, so. uh, It's legal. So, you do you. But, like, realize. Well, so, think about. and Realize it's just not a Think about physiologically when you watch a conventional puller. Where are they slow? Are they slow off the ground or at the lockout? Oh, lockout. They're generally the, very slow the, at the lockout. For the right? heavier deadlift guys, yeah. Right. So I was like watching my sum- my conventional, which is really, really consistent. Like, yeah. consistently not shit. Um, you, you pull pretty, I mean, you pull good both ways. Like, right, but my conventional is getting I'll, a lot better. I will bitch about sumo all day just because <laughs> I think it looks shitty. But, it looks like someone's trying to cheat So my deadlift. conventional deadlift moves the same speed as my sumo deadlift. At the lockout? At the lockout. Like, nice. it is I like I was watching it. I think I showed you could I was like, be a really. Good I'm like, hey, have you watched polar? this? She's like, she's like, what are you talking? About? I'm like, it gets to where people's sticking point is, which is about in that knee area, mm-hmm. and it just goes bam, it flies, it like explodes at that knee. Well, and, and I'm like, hmm. here, here's another thing about you pulling conventional that I think 
I feel like you would be a really good conventional puller because conventional pulling has a lot more hamstring to yeah, it. Yeah, and I have and rather have, large hamstrings. You are very strong in the hamstring compared to the quad. Yeah. Which is good, and it's from your wide stance squatting. Right. Um, and and I, I don't know, man. I think... I. I think I that mean, in the long term, I feel like you have more potential to pull bigger numbers conventional than you do. Sumo. Well, and so here's what I was, I, and it'll look cooler. Well, and I want to, I want to be like, well, we're because we're we're twenty plus weeks out. Um, Work them both. Like, do we want to entertain the idea of maybe trying to trying out a fucking conventional? Like, see where we can go. Um, I mean, you're just using this as a qualifier, and you. You will right. qualify without any issues, whether you're pulling conventional right. or sumo today, you know? Right, right. So yeah, I would qualify. This would be the meat to fuck with it, I would think. Right. I mean, that's kind of where my head's at. I'm like, do we want to try? Because um, Chris is a sumo puller, um, but uh, his he coaches one of your good friends, Brad Abbott. Yeah. Um, and Brad Brad's does, a conventional Brad's guy. Brad's a conventional guy. Um, and Brad says it, it helps. Um, I was actually messaging Brad about, um, you know, sumo training and conventional training and like the importance of doing both and yep. the importance of like knowing what you're doing when you do sumo he's like dude i don't pull sumo chris has got me doing this sumo stuff in the off season and it is it is brutal yep. you know and i'm like fuck I, you know the my conventional so i don't pull too. sumo I, I i can pull sumo i've you've pulled you pulled I've, sumo that one time in the gym i've pulled 635 like, for a triple sumo and i've pulled right. 635 for a triple conventional like there my if I am healthy, right. they are virtually identical. Right. I just snub my nose at sumo. But I but I don't train sumo very often at all. But I kettlebell swing like multiple times a fucking week. Right. And that, I would, that I would be similar, curious that's similar to mechanics. See, I would be curious to see what you would do sumo pulling. I mean, historically the same as what I would do conventionally. Yeah, but you never did a lot of those like hip explosive movements in the past, did you? Like with the kettlebell swings, because you like you just no said. time, no time real recently, right? But when I was pulling, uh, so when I pulled that six thirty five triple sumo, and conventionally it was in the same day at uh, the Arnold at one of those after parties. Oh yeah, um, and I did it, uh, and in that era, that was like twenty seventeen. I was okay. I was doing a lot of kettlebells. Then the gym I was at had a lot of kettlebells. Um, I was at a CrossFit gym for a lot of it, so I had okay. access to kettlebells. But yeah, since then, that was probably the last time I really trained sumo at all, and I was doing a lot of kettlebell work, and then I didn't have any until I had like on my own. Right, now. right. So. Yeah, I, I was just curious. I think I think it'd be interesting to explore. Um, maybe I should message Mike and say, "Hey, can you put?" <laughs> for God, I love that guy. Um, also, speaking of the Arnold, um, have you heard any news about it? I assume it's happening. I, I, I didn't know. I was because um, um, you and I had talked, and I had actually said, "Oh man, I don't think I'm going to go." But I'm, I, I'm definitely going to. I kind of want to go now. I'm going to go probably Thursday, Friday. Oh, you, um, you're going to go a couple days? Yeah. So I, uh, my buddy John North, right? His, isn't his his team's going to be out there okay. competing, and I coach nutrition for some of those guys, right? Um, and I'm just buddies with a lot of them, and they're getting like a big ass Airbnb. So oh, that's cool. I'm probably going to go there. Some of them lift as early on as Wednesday. Oh shit! Um, but I'm going to go probably watch a little bit on Thursday, um, and then uh, Friday do the whole exhibition thing in the morning. Right, Friday's the, I think Friday's bit. like the busy day with the expo. Well, I, Saturday's the busy day. Friday's the day if you want to actually do expo shit. Oh, right, right, because Saturday's the day with, um, uh, Saturday's when they have uh, the, um... Strongman's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No, but Saturday's the, the bodybuilding. 
competition, oh, yeah. I think. Well, or Saturday, the, the prelims or whatever. Saturday, if you think about it, is the day where people are off work. Right. Yeah, Friday. Friday's lighter just because in the afternoon it gets busy, but in the right. morning it's not bad. I might go Friday then, I think. Yeah. I don't know what day. i see what Hannah wants to do. She doesn't or we may just either. do like ass crack it on Friday, park somewhere, take the bus in, do the expo, go back to the house, hang out with John and the people for a little bit. Right. And, and then call it a day. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I want to do that because it starts normally at what, like 10 o'clock? Yeah, nine or ten, something nine, like 10 that. o'clock. Yeah, it's three hours. I haven't from looked here. at it. It's March. Yeah, I, I, that's how, that's how much off on the radar is. I know yeah. the month, although it's coming up. It's coming up. We're January already, right? Fucking January. All right, man. Well, hey, we're at an hour, and we didn't do any sort of pitch. Um, you know, guys, I'm gonna steal a Andy Forsell thing. Pay the fee. The fee is if you like the show, if you're entertained at all. Um, Tell people about it. Share it. Share the episode. You can find us at Meathead Chatter on the Instagram. Me at Strongman underscore Dan. Preston. Me at PSAC16. PSAC16. Um, and then if you do want to support in a monetary way, you can head over to our Patreon. The link is in the bio here. And uh, for, what are we at, three bucks, five bucks? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, what, hey, a, whatever, whatever you want to give us. For a nominal fee. You can support the podcast. And ask us questions. Ask us questions. Ask us, to, ask us questions. I meant to do that this week, and I totally didn't. That's I'll, okay. I'll be, on it this, I'll be on it this week. Yeah. All right. Let me know where we can get some questions. I know um, I have a list of questions, but I keep forgetting to bring them. Okay. Next we to, week. We'll have, to get my, we'll have to see if we can get my partner in crime in. Episode 26 is Q&A day. Okay. I'll see, I'll see if I can get my partner in crime to come in. She can ask us all the questions. Perfect. Because she's smarter than me. Yes. Very much smarter than me. Okay. She's She's smarter than you. That's it, guys. Thank you for listening to our banter. It's good. It was good. We will see you all on 26.